The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hi, everybody. It seems like forever since I've done a live podcast. So thank you for joining me. It's always fun to do these sessions. I have my new backdrop at our uh, new place in Idaho. I hear that back in South Carolina, it's in the 80s and it's in the 60s here. What a difference. One country, so many different areas and temperatures and weather. I know that you all come to us from all over the world and I welcome you to our Messages of Hope community. I've done readings the last couple of days and just like the last month or six weeks or so, since I went to the Omega Institute and taught a class there, the connection has been off the charts. It's what I've always dreamed of, just instantaneous, so clear, one gold nugget wow of evidence after another. This is what a medium always hopes for when connecting with loved ones across the veil, but we're at that level now that I've dreamed of consistently and it's because it's what I teach in my classes. All of us, no matter where we are on our journey, you are always evolving, ever onward, ever upward. So never, never settle for this is it, I've arrived. We can always go beyond our limits. And I know that one of the reasons that we keep evolving is because when we're willing to work on our own stuff, we become more clear channels for spirit. And so I've had on my show Annie Bond, a wonderful healer. Speaking of Omega, she has a class coming up at Omega. I've had multiple sessions with her and the openings in my clarity each time have been phenomenal. And at Omega coming up here this month, she's going to be teaching people how to clear their own stuff and other people's stuff. While I was at Omega, I had a healing from a healer who just happened to be in my class. And I'm going to be sharing that story in my, let me see. Yeah, my monthly connection webinar that's happening tomorrow, September 5th. If you're watching live or on September 5th, you can go to my website and sign up for that event where I'll be sharing about the tremendous, no other explanation stories that happened as a result of that healing and during the healing. Talking about healing today because we all have stuff from our human lives that we could really stand to release. And so my guest today is another person who I have had a personal healing with, and it happened while I was at the Omega Institute. So I didn't put all these dots together until just before the show. And the result is these phenomenal readings I've been doing lately. Once we get into this show, I'm going to share with you the results of my session with Mary because I haven't even discussed it with her yet. I like to keep these things live and surprising. So I know she'll be thrilled to hear how she helped me, but let's bring her in. She's been sitting in uh, backstage, so to speak, waiting. Mary Sice is our guest. Mary, welcome to the show. Oh, Suzanne, thank you so much for having me. It's great. It's great to be here and be here with everyone. It is wonderful to see you face to face because as you recall, when you did the session for me at Omega Institute, we did it by phone and the phone signal was like one bar remember oh yeah yeah <laughs> we, tr we tried to do zoom forget that forget the internet while you're at omega but um for only it's only good enough for emails but even the connection kept going in and out but the wonderful thing is the kind of energy work that you do doesn't need a phone connection no energy yeah. doesn't it, it doesn't healing does not need that that's because it's quantum it's a quantum thing and, the, and, and as you spoke of initially, it is really all about the healer being clear of, of you know, all the kind of static on the line, which is the, why yourself and myself and all healers to continue to do our work, to clear this out. We get a clearer and clearer channel. It has to get clear. That's just, that's just energy law. So yeah. So it was my joy to work with you. Oh, 
and, and I can't wait. Well, let's just start off with that. Let's talk about that. When I heard about your work, because you are, like I am, faculty with the Shift Network, and I heard you have a class coming up, and in fact, a free event, we'll talk more about that, coming up this Wednesday, two days from now. And the link for that, everybody, is in the show description here, whether you're watching YouTube or Facebook Live. But when I heard about your class, it intrigued me. There are so many classes and certain ones just snagged me. And yours did because I know how important it is for us to, as I always say, clear out our gunk. You put it a different way. Ah, uncovering and healing suppressed energy. I love that term. And so... I asked you if I could have an example of your work through a personal session, because when I endorse people in their work, I like to do so from experience. So I, you're hearing this for the first time, as everybody else does. I had identified issues with my mother who passed five years ago, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, that were resulting in me exhibiting behavior like hers. I was carrying around her stuff. It's how many of us always say, oh my God, I'm my mother. <laughs> And I was seeing my mother in me, and especially, you'll probably remember this, when I would get frustrated with my two dogs, who I love with all my heart. And I would just get frustrated and express this, this anger sometimes and just shout at them. And that's not me. And so I said, Mary, can you help me heal this? And in one session, I remember saying to you, it's gone, even though I hadn't tested it with the dogs yet but i said could it be that easy do you remember your answer probably yes <laughs> yes it can be that easy it can be that easy you led me through a, a little journey and we did some tapping and i really hadn't thought about until today that that was my that scenario with the dogs was my whole intention and i just realized that in the six or eight weeks since i was at omega and had this session with you it has not happened one time. And this was a regular occurrence for me that it drove me crazy because that's not who I am what, now that I know who I am as a soul. So for everybody listening, it doesn't matter how spiritual you are, how much you know, if you have this suppressed energy, it needs to be released. I'm, I'm doing so much more talking than I ever do on this show. And I'm going to turn it over to you in a minute, Mary. But I want people to know that at a personal level, I have been healed by you and other energy healers, because we are all in relationship for a purpose. We can only heal ourselves so much, and then we get beautiful healers. Mm -hmm. So forgive me for talking so much, but it was important. <laughs> well, so so, you, thank you. Go ahead. One important, really important thing that you're sharing exemplifies is that when you're a child under the age of seven in particular, but even in the womb, Everything that's going on, all that energy can come into you. Your energy field around you is very, very porous. Your brain hasn't totally developed. So if there's violence in the house, and especially violence, you get spanked or slapped or hit, the violence is in you. The anger comes into you. And as a little child, you give your, because energy needs an exchange, you give your joy to your mom. You give your everything there and you and, and energy just comes in. And then because we're nice people, usually we especially us holy ones, we try to suppress it so that nobody sees it's there. But then it erupts. It erupts. So, Mary, I've, I listened to one of your previous classes on the Shift Network, and you made a point there that we all have these different types. And I was the type we weren't allowed to express anything less than happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets suppressed. Now, what happens when you have spiritual experiences like probably many of your listeners or your higher chakras open or you do plant medicine, that'll get you there, too. You're up in the ethers and you're having a really sweet time up where all the love and all that is. If you don't clear the suppressed energy in the lower chakras, you will have maybe um, uh, they call them cities, healing powers. But they're not clear. And I, may, may I just say something? It's not cities like a town in a city. That's S-I-D-D-H-I-S. -D -D -I the cities are the spiritual superpowers. It's, it's psychic ability and mediumship just arises. Exactly. So those of you who want to learn and are learning from Suzanne and are so passionate about serving, 
you have to clear these lower chakras where the energy is suppressed. Otherwise, you run the risk. And this is where we see it with spiritually people. Then all of a sudden now they're, you know, whatever, doing things that are not in alignment with soul because this work isn't done. And so it's really what you're saying, Suzanne, is so critical that everyone listening and wants to serve as a medium or, or develop these skills to serve and to, to help others that you do your work so that you can be a really clear channel. And it does not have to take lifetimes and eons of therapy. Notice yeah, it with, I mean, I, I spend my, my time all the time noticing when I'm out of alignment with the soul and then I know there's something to work on. But I had identified that recurring thing. And you say it doesn't take a lifetime, but each little issue can be released just like that with work, the kind of work that you do. That's well, what's so really cool about it. Like it doesn't, we know now, we did what we did at no 20, 30, 40, whatever, when I started being a therapist, you know, we have brain science now, we have energies and we, and then you tie in the spiritual psychology things and alignment with soul. Wow. Buckle your seatbelt, right? <laughs> totally. Well, let's go back then. I know you are a, a licensed psychotherapist. You're an author and I just ordered your book. Usually I read them beforehand, but I, I it's been a crazy time for me, but I look forward to reading it. Title of your book is? The Energy of Belief. And it's all about your beliefs, how they get formed, but more importantly, the energy that's stuck in them and then how you can do energy psychology. And by energy psychology, I mean you're using the energy systems of your body for psychological problems. So we tap on meridians. You could use chakras. There's different ways to do it. But you use that. So we're we hear the rage, the unworthiness, the rejection energy, abandonment energy, whatever's in there. You clear that, and then it's way easy to shift beliefs. Otherwise, you can't. You, you know, affirmations don't really work. No. Yeah. So the book teaches you how. Well, I just had to laugh when I looked at that up about an hour ago because I awoke this morning and I identified a challenge I have in believing something in the spiritual world that I know is real. And I lay there and I said, spirit, help me with this. This is ridiculous that I cannot come to believe this. And I looked at your title and it's the energy of release, a belief. And it's all about how to release blockages that are keeping you from believing. You see how the spirit world works, everybody. You know, I asked and I was guided to her website, which I had not looked at until now. Lord knows if I hadn't prayed, would I have gone there? The team says no. So ask for what you need. And it comes to you in miraculous ways. It has to. That is energy law. And why asking is so key is because of that insane law of free will that we got when we came down here. I don't know. You and Suzanne and I were probably on the committee that said, yeah, that's a great idea. And now we're paying for it. Now we're down here kind of cleaning up the mess. With free will, the, the, the higher realms cannot interfere in your life. You must ask. Yeah, and that's Master Jesus' teaching. Ask and it's given. Yeah. Now, most of us, when we ask, we also have a part of us. Well, I'll do it myself, or nobody ever comes through to it. These are these beliefs that are that are that are in our subconscious mind, and and that have energy there. And most of us doubt because doubt is ego's best friend. So that's what you, you're seeing with yourself. I would suspect, like this doubt, like you don't want to be duped again, like hmm. as a kid, trusted and. And you got your hopes up and then you were duped or adults betrayed you. So you, there's a child part of you, an aspect of you that's like, nah, don't get duped. We don't want to be hurt again. We don't want to look like a fool, humiliated. There's things like that that are in there that are, are kind of stopping you from, I mean, to release doubt is one of the biggest, for me, doubt is one of the biggest blocks to enlightenment. And it's one of the biggest blocks to mediumship. If you don't believe you can connect where that the spirit world is here, you won't. Now, Mary, the whole time you're talking about this issue of the beliefs and releasing them, I notice my abdomen is like this. So this is a second chakra issue, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or first. Now, first is all about trust and having faith. And it's very hard to have faith when under the age of seven, is key. It's just so key because your brain is mostly in theta. So it's a programmable state. Like beta a brainwave frequency, beta. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're 
in hypnosis, if you if you're trained in hypnosis, and I'm trained in that, but if I slow it down and begin to entrain your brain waves to mine, if I can get you in a deep enough state, I can put a dime on you and tell you it's a hot coal and you'll blister. Your skin will blister. That's how programmable you are in theta. Mm-hmm. When you're under the age of seven, you're in theta. That's just where the brain waves are. It's not to like after seven or eight that you you can do gray or instead of black and white and all that. So beliefs are in that level. And so they try as hard as you can to like talk yourself out of a belief. It's just not going to happen because it's in a different brainwave state. And that's why so they- that's why we're so programmable. That is yep. stunning. Yep. Wow. 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 Hopefully it'll make you make sense of yourself and stop blaming yourself. Don't stop being mad that you can't. She's talking to everybody, not just me, you guys. Well, not just you. I mean, we're talking to everybody that listens to this call, and myself included. Like, cut yourself some slack. You've got program funny. The best news, though, is we can repro- you can reprogram yourself really fast the minute you identify it and own it. Like, oh, there's that doubt again. And then you can do the tapping, if you wish, get the origins or roots and the origins of the doubt, because it didn't start here. It may even have come from another lifetime. It's in your DNA and your lineage and your energetic DNA. You know, it's also so, as it can be. We'll get into tapping later, I believe. I'll make a note here. But uh, your book and your classes, do you you go into actual methods that we can use to release these, like lack of belief or any of this suppressed energy, as you call it? Yes. The fun thing about, I would say, the class that I do for the shift, which will start at the end of the month. But the fun thing about that is we do things like your beliefs about scarcity and abundance. And like, I mean, just think of what you got programmed when he doesn't grow. Oh, who doesn't have a little bit of fear about money, right? Exactly. We, we do that. Fears about health. The other scarcity belief that I always have, I bet you have this too, is there's not enough time to get everything huh. done that I need to do. Like, like I, I'm always like, don't waste my time. Like I, I got this time thing. So it's belief, scarcity beliefs about that. We we do believe we I teach you about parts and how to how to uh, work with these aspects of you. We do um, uh, oh we do just all sorts of different beliefs in that program so that by the end of the seven weeks you are really good at tapping and you are really good at getting the origins of things. So we have a lot of fun with a lot a lot of different. Um, but this the free event that happens on Wednesday that's not the seven week class. You don't have to sign up for the class. It's lovely if people do. But what will they get on Wednesday? So the free event, this is a good one. So the free event, we're going to work. Uh, Stephen will be talking with me, similar, some, some of the things about belief. But then together, we're going to do uh, an exercise, everybody, where you're going to get a belief. You're going to take it. We'll have you think about somebody who triggers you. And then we'll go get the origin of that. And then we'll weave it back with a different process that I do. It's called soul weaving. So we'll bring it back in that. It's really, that's a fun thing to do. So we'll be doing that on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I believe that's similar to what you did with me to heal me of that mother issue. I just can't believe that it's gone after 62 years of that. (laughs) Man, just like that. So this is, I'm such a speed of belief believer in energy work and how spirit sends us energy healers when we need them. I love to try different energy healers. It's just fun to see how different people work. So here you are an energy healer, a psychotherapist, but as we were talking before the show to you in the past, some of this would have seemed kind of woo woo. You called it crazy. So how did you go down this path? So I was like a regular person before this energy stuff. Like You said that earlier and it made me laugh because I still consider myself a regular person, but it's all relative, isn't it? <laughs> like, I like what about me? It looks weird. Okay. So, you know, I, I don't have any Birkenstock, no flowy skirts. I'm like a like soccer mom kind of, you know, person with my kids and, and all that. And humming along, I was a therapist, very good one with everything I knew at the time. Um, and then I have, a, and by the way, I'm one of 12 kids. This is like a joke. It's true. I'm the second oldest. So, uh, and the oldest girl. And I always say, I've been bossing people around since I was three. Like, I, I mean, I just like, Tell it like it is, like straight. You have a, a New Jersey or New York confidence, we'll call it. Of <laughs> Jersey, like, yeah, in the, 50s, in the 50s in New Jersey. So that should speak volumes about myself, okay? I don't need to give you any more of a... And we're not, yes, we are kind of stereotyping, but I think people will understand what I'm saying. 
Of course, I don't want to get in trouble for this. I'm not saying everybody is, but there is a vibe and you have it. And it look where it's left you. You know, you're confident, you help people. And, and I'm one of these people that if I put my mind to something, I can make it happen. So here I am, you know, my late 30s and I had my baby sister went in the hospital to uh, deliver a baby, her second child. She had a two year old at home and nearly dies on the table. And now my world is upended. And it was a, uh, a lung disease that damages the heart. And the only solution was a heart, a lung transplant. She could get her Ooh. lung transplanted. And the doctors could do nothing. So I started diving into this energy stuff, okay? Mm. And I'm thinking, well, there's, we can, you know, and, and, you know, you can heal anything. You create your own reality. I love that when my life's going great, okay? I love that saying. But I have that kind of attitude. So I was like, come on, we, we're going to heal this. And honest to God, we did the craziest stuff. We went to people with hands-on healing, speaking in tongues. She's passing out. Like, I'm like, come on, we can heal this thing. I was determined. Oh, you took your sister with you, huh? Oh, yeah. I dragged her. Like, come on, we're, we got to go to this stuff now. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just got into this and really wild, really cool things were happening. I'm not in denial of that. She had this little prayer. I just want to live long enough that my children know me. And I had this like, oh, that ain't happening. You're, we're going to heal this. This is going to happen, yada, yada, yada. And she dies 10 years to the day of her daughter's birth. And my world just like, I was just, you've got to be kidding me. And she wasn't supposed to die. She had had lung transplants. She went in for a routine scope. And something happened. And within nine days, she was dead. And I, I just, it, it just... Everything I knew about you create your own reality, you did it just fell apart on the floor. And just like, ugh, where's God? Like what? I was so upset and so lost. And all my, I got all the answers routine was. I know everybody can relate to this. Everybody that's watching, we, we get it. Yeah. And so it really was at that moment that I was like on the floor, you know. Like all of you, you know, just screaming at God and mad at God. And it's like, you know, who takes a mother? You, she had these two little babies, you know. To, well, no, they were 10 and 12 now at the time. And that really flipped me into this. Just, I, 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 I probably despair, although I wouldn't have recognized it at the time. And that led me, again, ask and it's given. Like, where are you? To Her Holiness Simon, who's an, a living, enlightened being. Uh, living master. That's S-A-I-M-A-A, -A, right? Yeah. And I met her in all places in New Jersey. <laughs> now that we just insulted New Jersey, I'm telling you, that's where I met my master. So anyway, I wasn't insulting you, darling. I was <laughs> so anyway, that's where I met her. And then my whole, and then I had questions and questions and questions and stay, and then that began my spiritual thing. So at this point, 20 years, 23 years later, I, I work very closely with Saima. I teach with Saima. I I've, uh, work and, and I have lots of uh, initiations and activations with Saima. So then I run a Magdalena healing program there. So that's another thing I do. So my work has gone from regular psychology to energy psychology. And now I integrate spiritual psychology because I really found that until you align with soul and spirit, you will never be at peace. Yeah, I, I, would, I would absolutely agree with that. It is the alignment with our higher self, who we really are, that does bring peace. The reading I did this morning, my, my client was just suffering so greatly from the death of her loved one. And we showed that that loved one was right here. It was stunning, stunning evidence. And yet she, she wasn't quite getting what that means. We are souls, but when we realize we're souls also right here and now, and those across the veil are souls, when we can align with that, then we can connect with them. And then there's the peace and the suffering is yeah. then optional. True. Yeah. And then each soul has its own soul journey, like and its own, how long they're going to stay and when, you know, what they're going to do. Like on some level, her soul knew she wasn't going to be here long. Yeah. You know? She wanted, but she wanted them to know. So my guess is that, you know, gave her a little extra, whatever, how it works. But that's her soul path. That Which means her. that your prayers and all of your work of creating this healing for her did not fail. Who knows? She, she was here 10 years after this diagnosis and 
her life continues as a soul. So what is healing? There's a human version of healing, but then there is the emotional and spiritual healing as well. And also as you begin to have your own spiritual path and you begin to meditate and experience the expansiveness of who you are, you realize death's nothing at all. You know, I always say birth is the hard part. That's why babies cry. You take that big soul of yours and you have to switch it into this little, and then you end up somebody taking you home and the games start. You know what I mean? Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> Sometimes you come from that to earth. Exactly. But, but as my guides have said, but anybody who's watched a loved one in hospice will tell you that death is labor pains in reverse too. Because sometimes we just hang on here. The human side of us wants to stick around a little longer. But anyway, you were telling me something about your your sister and her daughter then. So her daughter, so she, the daughter, she dies right on her birthday. Okay. Your, then- your sister died on her daughter's birthday because it was when she was on giving birth that she almost dies giving birth and she wanted to live for the network. 10 years to the day she dies. Hmm. That she, uh, where she quote unquote should have, could have died that before. The daughter gets diagnosed with the same lung disease. She lives to 21, 22, and then she dies. So it just was like. But goosebumps because their souls have always been together and are together and still with you here. And they have their own soul contract. We have we have soul. We have deals with our soul. How long do you want to stay? How long will you be? You know, we make these so-called contracts. This is things I've learned from Saima long before we jump in. And we say, you know, and sometimes the soul doesn't want to stay that long. Now that kind of seems silly to us down here, but the truth is, it's not easy down here, and it's really easy to get caught in the darkness. And so a soul. It just has a little more to do to move into the oneness. And they don't really want to stay here that long because you can get, you can go backwards in your, in, in, in like in your fear, fear versus that much love you carry. So it's all different things. We make these contracts before we even jump in. That's what's so interesting about, about there's so much going on that we have no clue about either. So, I mean, that's darn sure. (laughs) Well, you do, you offer what are called soul alignment sessions. Uh, That means a lot to me, but I don't want to assume that I know what you're talking about. So why don't you explain to everybody what that means, soul alignment? So so basically what I do when I work with people is, especially the first session, is I really get their story. I really get what's going on here and what the, and then I can tell, especially because I'm going to look pretty with my, 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 What's that thing called? A microscope? No, no. A, a magnifying glass. Magnifying glass. Yeah. I'm looking at that first seven years. Like, how did you get programmed? Where did you, you go back and you look at the first seven years, like you said, because that's where we're so programmable, right? What was the word you used? Programmable. Exactly. programmable. Mm-hmm. And I also look at places where you were you were pushed beyond your capacity to cope, because oftentimes, and that I my experience. I've, 40 years of trauma work, doing trauma work, trauma uh, healing. And what I found is that people would fragment. That's where soul weaving comes in. So it's like a part of you goes forward and a part of you stays behind. And in the trauma, especially if there's damage to the body. So someone who's been in a car accident, somebody who's been uh, beat up, something or any kind of violence, any kind of any of that consciousness, you just leave, you fragment. And then not all of you, even in a near-death experience, Suzanne, what I've seen is not all of you comes back. Mm-hmm. And so part of you is still up here. And then when we tap into that, they can see it from above them. The problem is if not all of you is here, you don't, you can't, your life isn't going awesome. You need like all your energy here. This, I'd like to dive into this for a minute because I've heard shamans talk about soul Mm -hmm. retrieval and such. And as my guides explained it to me, the soul is a being of light. You can't really separate it however what was just given to me as you said when you say part of you's here part of you's here it's i would say it's more like a partitioning of energy information that's just not being allowed to flow through the filter of your human consciousness exactly so it's like there's a a a thread a cord and part of you is there stuck hiding in the closet 
you know, or part of you is there in 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 uh, whatever's happening, even the little things like. But this you, is not geographic because the soul just is. It's not like it's in another. No, place. no, no. It's yeah. an aspect, I would say a fragmentation of consciousness. A fragmentation of consciousness is there. There we go. Then what I do is I look at all right. Huh, what happened to you growing up? And then I can get a sense of okay, let's do this. And then I'll do a piece of work with you. And then most people work with me for several sessions, not a long time, but we get the big, big chunks at back. Now you're like here, you're not in two realities. That's what's so cool. Like you're here and people will say, I, I feel here versus that empty hole I've always felt since mm. it happened. No. Um, but we can learn to do a lot of this ourselves. Correct. Totally. totally. The only caveat I usually have for people is if there's been damage to the body, do it with somebody who knows what they're doing. Because it's too easy to, when you come back into the body and you have to feel the pain just for a, a little bit, it, you can you can go into a flashback and it's hard. So why do that to yourself? Give yourself the gift of working with someone to get yourself back here. You know, like if I talk to somebody who's, uh, like if I say to people, or say somebody who's been in September 11th, that's the biggest public trauma we all know about um most the, anybody there and i've worked with people in september 11th they'll tell you exactly what they were wearing exactly where they were running the smells they hurt they hear the word oh my god they're back there and they're triggered back there wow consciousness is there so when i work with them i have to get i have to take them back there just for a minute we get that part and we bring her just like i did with you bring her to here and then so they can hear the same things and they won't, they don't go back there. They're here. But ever since that day, they weren't here. And it could be any kind of shock. Like you find out your husband's cheating on you. You're still there. You can tell him, if you can tell me the outfit you were wearing, I know part of you is still there. Because I don't know about you, but if you say, to them, what was I wearing last month on the podcast? You can't even remember. You got to look it up. Right? Right. But if you're in a trauma, you got the outfit. You know what you were wearing and that's how you distinguish it. Am I reliving it or am I remembering it? And what we can do now with tapping and, and other kinds of, if you're, if you're really trained, other kinds of things, EMGR is another eye movement. Eye movement is, desensitization. You can bring parts to here. And that to me is what soul weaving is. Like I weave them back. It's very shamanic, but you know, I, I, I don't like, I don't, I like soul weaving better than she did. <laughs> so the name beautiful wow yeah and then you also said this the the loss we call it a loss but they're not really gone your sister and your niece but also personal illness led you more to this work we haven't talked about this so oh yeah so then so you've got to see me so i'm like running healers programs training healers all over the globe working with Saima very very closely we have this very intense profound healing program and I go get a mammogram and I get a breast cancer diagnosis. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how? I mean, I like, I know the emotional component. Blah, blah, blah. I think I've done all this, like, really super. How could I have this diagnosis? You know, like, this, I why you're already fully in energy healing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So that brings me to my knees again. And the funny part was, well, it's not so funny, but. I was, then I was in Belgium with mom. We were, Simon, we were doing this work and she makes me get on the carpet, which is part of the work, which is not where I want to be. <laughs> I'm really training everybody else on how to do the work. But anyway, so, but mom says, she looks at me and she said, what did you do to your femininity when you were 17? And I was oh, like, wow. oh, and I, she said, pick someone to be you. So this is, this is how this program works. Called someone to be you. Okay. So I bring one of the young girls up, stand her in front of me, and I look at her and I just start to cry. I take her, I push her down, and I step on her back. And I realized that when I was 17, you know, I have a lot of brothers around me and all these guys, you know, and like, and I, I was just like, I, I just, I wanted to, and it was the late 60s, seven, early 70s when I went to college, you know, I wanted to be, you know, like with the guys. I was like... You know, like, I don't want to be that much of a girl. I, so I really had suppressed. It was really strong masculine energy, you know, doing and creating. And I still have a, a decent amount of strong masculine energy when I you get think? <laughs> I can feel it. Seriously, I'm telling you, it's in Jersey. But anyway, so I, so, it, but it was out of balance. Yeah. You see? 
And then, so I realized what I had done and, and she Ma looked at me and she said, what are you going to do now? And I knew if I didn't bring that energy back and balance myself, I was in trouble. I could do the surgery. I could do all the things, you know, I'm supposed to be doing, right? But I had to balance myself. And so- so you do a, a holistic, you did the hum, the earthly medical and the balance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't do either. I, I just combine them. So I picked her energy up and I cried and I welcomed her back and I told her I was sorry for leaving her back there. But there was like a part of me. Let's make sure for anybody who's new to this, you're talking to that little girl, the 17 year old who you suppressed, you're bringing her back. And you're doing this yourself, right? We can all do this. Yeah, absolutely. You just have to figure out what part you could just say, what part of me is missing? Where am I missing? Where did I have to leave myself? And most of us can tap into a spot where we were in childhood, like the teacher's laughing or the, the kids laughing at us or something like where you just kind of said, no, part of you says, no, I'm not doing that anymore. And part of you has to go get up the next morning and go to school. It doesn't have to be a big trauma. The little traumas, those kinds of things like this, I could get myself. I just had to bring her back and welcome this feminine aspect to me. Then I had to take actions. Like I, I had to learn how to walk slower how to talk, so I did like be nicer. It wasn't easy, but I did it. And and it was actually after that that the download came to me about creating with Saima this Mary Magdalena healing program that we created. Huh. That was it. once I balanced that, this huge download of energy came to me. I thought my head was going to blow up. And I went with Saima and I, I went to Saima. I said, What if we create this? I was creating a new program anyway. And that idea came to me and so that's where we are now and that's that was like 2016 now we have healers all over the globe who do magdalena healing it's a, it's a, a you know reiki or healing touch it's a healing uh energy of the healing frequency of mary magdalena which is very balanced masculine and feminine energy well this is just i don't know if anybody caught me getting a little bit of a download there as you were talking right after my omega institute class and experience with three different healers i came back to join ty we were in california at the time omega institute is in new york and we walked the dogs in this one little place where you could take the dogs very small maybe not two hours later we took them back there we looked down and there's a necklace on the ground and i pick it up and it's mother mary a necklace of mary and i said this is for me and now I was not raised Catholic. I was raised with no religion. But I wore that for several days and got downloads from that Mary. Mm -hmm. and, and it was all about, again, we just balancing that feminine energy, bringing more of it in. And here you're a Mary. So how many of all of us, all of you listening right now, it doesn't matter if you're masculine or feminine, are a little out of balance with both energies in yourself? Really important to look at that. Yeah. And so when I brought the information to Ma, and Ma said to me, get them ready. Well, sheesh, that's my strong suit. I can get you. I'll get you ready. I'll go in there and get your real balance back up. So that was where the whole program started. For some people, just like you're saying, we had to, they were too feminine, too weak, too giving of everybody to everybody else. So for them, the balancing of the energy was to bring up the masculine aspect, the divine masculine. For others like me, I had to tone it down and bring up and rebalance and get them ready so they could receive this initiation from a living master into the, the Magdalena lineage. Now it's interesting you're talking about Mother Mary because what's become clearer and clearer, it's not just about Mary Magdalena, the figure that we all know and talk about getting a bad rap she got a bad rap you might not admit, you might have missed this but she was they said she was a prostitute for a couple hundred years that wasn't true but but there is a lineage it's called the magdalena lineage and it is the feminine face of the divine mother mary anna although they were all part it goes all the way back to isis in egyptian time it's fascinating and that's a lot of what uh the 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 work and uh, we have a summit this weekend with the shift on the mag the many faces of Mary Magdalena. That the I'm many faces of Mary Magdalene. You just told me about this summit right before we started the show, so we didn't have a chance to put a link in. Immediately 
after this show. I'm going to put the link to that in the show description on YouTube and Facebook. It's this Saturday. It's free. A two-day mm -hmm. summit all about this, what we're talking about. And you're one of the hosts. Yeah, I'm one of the hosts. And I interview Her Holiness Sai Ma about this lineage and about everything. I, I speak, when I do mine, there's a co-host, she interviews me. Mine's on the Mary Magdalene as being a role model for this time. She is the perfect divine feminine role model for this time because it's about the balancing of the masculine and the feminine to, during this time. And so she, she's, she's the perfect, she's the goddess we need now for women as a role model for us so that we don't, we're not just like, you know, like real tough, like I used more like I used to be tough and, but I have a skirt on, you know what I mean? It's not about, and it's not about male or female uh, gender either. It's balancing in all of us or men have more of this and the, and the women of course rise up. And you can see I'm hearing as, as you talk. So it's not about gender. It's about balancing energy that has different flavors. Yes, exactly. And that this is the time of that. because And, and the goal is always wholeness. Totally. Balance. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus, Master Jesus, was this balanced masculine and feminine. And that's how he was capable of ascending, turning his body energy into light. And that's what this time is on the planet right now that they're talking about. Hmm. It's wild. And those of you who feel like you came here to do something, like I came here for something, I'm, or you have healer energy, or I'm here, I'm here to do something. The Magdalene has always come back during critical transitions on the planet. That's why they were here 2,000 years ago. So many Magdalenes have jumped in. The question is, are you going to clear, as mom would say, get them ready. Are you going to clear yourself out so you can play your role really, really strongly as as the divine balance, divine masculine, divine feminine. So we're talking about clearing things out and I'm going to put you on the spot. We didn't talk about this and we rarely take time or have the time to do a practice during the live show. But we were talking earlier about clearing out beliefs that no longer serve us. And I know that as we spoke, every one of you listening has a belief right now that you know does not serve you, drags you down, does not reflect who you really are, is not in alignment of your soul. Mary, would you lead us in a, an exercise to clear out one, if we can identify each person, your unique belief that can be cleared, really, if we believe, just like that? Well, let's clear out your doubt. I think that's the biggest one to clear out because that will. No, I was being a little selfish. I didn't want to say it. I'm, that's what I'm going to be working on. Well, but I want to know about it. But everybody else, they can work on their own things. Yeah, you are so beautiful. Mark. Yeah, so look, everybody tap into. Uh, I got an idea. Tap into something, the next thing you know you're being called to by your soul. But you're a little scared. You're like something's holding you back. Like. I don't know. I doubt I can do it. And like just something. And if you don't want to pick that and you got something better you want to work on, have at it. It's fine. So, but it, sometimes it's better to just think like, I know I have to give that talk or I know I have to talk to this person. Or I know I'm being called to, to do a reading for someone and I'm scared, you know, just that doubt you have or that scared feeling. Now, the key thing is to really notice where it holds in the body. So Suzanne, you were explaining yours was like in your gut, like I in your feel it once again, right there, just like like. <laughs> and why that's so key is because um, if you're not embodied, tapping on meridians is not because the meridians are in the body. Okay, energetic, uh, like they move their channels of energy through the body. Okay, so if you're not in the body, if you're already out up in the ethers, this is not going to work so well. Okay, so feel it in the body to make sure you're in the body. Then we're going to come down three inches and over three inches, and you're going to rub. There's a, uh, like a, it's like if you think of the Pledge of Allegiance, if you rub right there and do it on both sides, there's a little indentation and it's sore usually. And this yep. is a neural lymphatic point on the body. And what that does is you kind of get your energy to go in the right direction, flip your polarity into the right. So we, that's one of the reasons why we do it in energy psychology. So when you do this, you're going to say, even though I doubt myself, or even though 
I don't believe I, I'm that good, or even though I'm, I have unworthiness in me, or even though I'm afraid to look like an idiot, or even though they told me I was, who do you think you are? Whatever. Just find something. I accept myself. And why you do this is because all healing happens in the space of love. So if you're mad or resisting or pretending you don't have it, then it won't shift. You have no power. Okay. So you say that three times. So even though I'm whatever, I'm angry or doubting or afraid, I accept myself. Even though I'm afraid or whatever, or I'm angry at something or whatever. I feel like an imposter. I accept myself. What gets me is this is universal. This yeah. is universal. Yeah. Nothing wrong with us. We're all prone to the human condition. And yeah. we're programmed. The truth is your divinity in a physical form. That's it. Just, you know, whether you like it or not, here you are. Society, that's how we remember under the age of seven. <laughs> okay. Tap here. Now, this is a, each one of these are meridian points on the body. And that's why we can tap them. We can touch them and breathe at them. There's all sorts of things we can do. But now you're going to say an intention. Why? Because I told you, you have free will. You can intend anything. So you have to state this is what you want. And this meridian point they found will get your the, the body on board to release it. So I, I'm choosing to release this doubt. Now, I these, some of these are the way I do it. I know there's 46 different ways to do tapping. Do it my way. Well, yeah, it works. <laughs> I'll tell you why some other show. I'm choosing to release this doubt, all the roots and origins of how it got in me and all that it means and does to me. Now we can go with the lineage of it, all the programming. I'm choosing to release this doubt energy or this anger, all the roots and origins of it and all that it means and does to me. I am choosing to release this doubt, all the roots and origins of it and all that it means it does to me. Now we're going to tap meridian points that in Eastern medicine go with different emotions. Like I could tell you what they are, what their emotion is, but side of your eyes, take the course. <laughs> <Under your eyes. laughs> I've done your course. So I know where we're going. <laughs> no, it's under your lip. <laughs> this is great. As if you had a skinny tie on, you're on either side of it. Take your hands like a fist, go down four inches. For women, it's on your bra strap. Men, you're kind of on your own. Okay, under your chest, like right here. Each of these are meridian points. Where energy can get suppressed. Yeah, we can get, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All your fingers together, tap at the top of your head. And you want to make sure all your fingers are touching because um, there's meridian points in all the fingers. You can tap them separately, which is some, some energy psychology um, do that. And I think energy of belief, we tap them separately, but. Right now, I'm getting more and more viewers as you do this because they're just browsing through YouTube and Facebook and they're saying, What are those people doing? Acting like monkeys. Tap yes, it on their head. You look like an idiot. Okay. Tap <laughs> here in this soft space on the uh, top of your palm. Does it matter which hand? Oh, and put can the you go back and forth. You can put your hand on your body, though, more to keep you in your body. Okay. With your head straight. Now we're going to move your eyes around because uh, your eyes, uh, we can get your brain to flip around a little bit and hopefully flip some neural paths or who knows what it's doing i just don't work close your eyes and open them head straight look down to the one corner of the room and down to the other corner and keep tapping head straight now look all the way around the room like you're looking at a clock and you're and you're looking at all the numbers and then do it in the opposite direction all the way around very good and then hum, and then count and hum. Humming will put you in the right hemisphere, counting the left and humming the right. So, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. That fast. You can, yeah. And then hum. It's like a sandwich. So, anybody that thinks this is crazy, the proof is in the results. So try it. Be willing to try and see what happens. This is what I've learned. My left brain used to say, this is crazy. There's no reason. I'm totally with you. It's crazy, but it works. It I would say down under your arms, four inches, under your chest. Yeah. And I've been doing this for 20 some odd years, 25 years, thousands and thousands of people. That's I'm telling you guys, Mary healed me of my mother's stuff like that with this technique right here. Yep. Take a breath. 
and think about what you want to do next and feel that doubt energy that was grabbing you in your belly and tell me what's happened and tell me what it feels oh, like. Well, my lip just twitched and that spirit saying like it worked. It's good. I can't twitch it. It just happens. I uh, feel light and hopeful and I hope everybody else does as well. Now you may need to do a few more rounds because there's parts of you going, are you sure? Da, da, da. Sometimes you have to do two or three rounds. It always doesn't work on the first round. Other times we can begin to, and I teach you this obviously in the course, imagine it and then you, you can actually see yourself stepping into it when you do tapping with visualization. It's really cool. And we know in sports performance, if you can visualize it, yeah. you can make it happen. So it, it, this tapping or energy work just makes it easier to visualize it. And, may, and then you just, it's like your whole body's in it. And now it's super easy to do something. So if you have to give a talk somewhere and you like your stomach, up, oh, you know, do tapping on that. You don't be, don't let your brain hijack you anymore. Create your, your energy field, create, build it, create it, clean it out and um, watch your life change. The, the proof is in your life. I don't, I, I no, it, it, and, and, and the thing is, this is live now on September 4, 2023, but this will stay online. So I'm going to go back and take various issues back, rewind on this video or in the podcast. You don't have to necessarily watch. You can just listen and do it for several issues. It, it works for just about anything, right? Oh, I, I've never found anything it didn't work for. I got to think about that. I, I don't think it depends. Now, again, sometimes you need um, a therapist or somebody who's, but you always want to go to somebody who's healed that issue because then they can see it and their frequency is higher on the issue. That's key. A lot of times you have a therapist that's real good on this, but then you get a different problem and they're not really very good. That's because they have the same. What problem. an interesting point. And oh, yeah. I don't care what kind of healing work you're doing. This is why sometimes you outgrow a therapist. This is why this therapist is good for this. And this one's good for that. Because the therapist has to be higher than you, a higher vibration than you. But I love what you said on certain issues. So it's not like you have to find some spiritual guru. Just find somebody that has already worked on or healed that particular. They healed that. And like, for example, it's like going to somebody who's not married for marital counseling. Really? Come on. They don't even get it. You know, can, can anybody get childbirth? No. Like there's certain, they can't, they can't. And, and they don't have the frequency. And some of it is all energetic. You don't even know it. You just know you're not getting better. So don't be fooled by that just because they're a nice person. Get, get to somebody who's vibrating higher than you that can take you there. That's what you want to be doing. Very good. I, I love this. I hope that all of you listening tried that along with us because it's it, it does work it's like this physicist that came to me and he said you know i'm hearing all this stuff about chakras and energy centers and i can't find any proof for that online and i said or in, scientifically and i said and you likely won't because we don't have instruments that can measure them or detect them now but do for example on the gifts page of my website my 10 minute transformation uh meditation and see how you feel before and see how you feel afterwards. My husband did it the other day. He couldn't sleep. I was uh, traveling and he said, Suzanne, I did your 10 minute transformation to fall asleep. And I almost fell out of the chair. <laughs> yeah. In our own land, you don't usually get the credit. For, but the only time my kids would tap was when they were, well, I saw my son do it when he was wanting to win a golf match or something. You know what I mean? Like when I first, especially when I first started doing it, they're like, what is my mother doing? You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the healing is at your fingertips, but you have to be willing to admit it's in there. It's not who you are. It's energy that's in your field. So don't, whatever, who cares? I sometimes have a prop like of cheese, you know, it's like cheese in your closet. Like just clean it up. Like who cares? Don't try to hide it because it only would get smellier. So don't do that. Just <laughs> clean it up and return to the truth of who you are, which is divinity in a physical body. And that way you can serve as the light on the planet for the, especially at this critical juncture in the planet's the planet right now. We need you. If you said you would come here and serve during this critical time, we need you to get it. We need you to clean it out. We need the, it's, it's, the, it, the planet needs you right now. And by the way, not everybody said they would do that. 
So leave your relatives alone and to stop trying to get everybody to read the books you're reading or do the whatever you're doing. Just clear your stuff out and then just see how your life goes and peace will prevail. But we have to be at peace with ourselves. And so the work you're doing, the work everyone here is doing to tap into higher realms of knowing and higher things and understand more, it's critical. The veil is thinning between this dimension and the higher dimensions. So uh, enjoy it. Like, whoa. Beautiful. I'm gonna, I want to share just a couple more things with people about my upcoming events. Would you just be thinking for a minute about final parting words, anything you didn't say to anybody? So let me just take a second here and remind everybody tomorrow night, September 5th, join me live online for my monthly connection webinar, latest teaching, latest knock your socks off evidence from the spirit world to show you you are souls here and your loved ones who have passed are souls as well. Just go to my website and scroll down on the homepage to upcoming events. You'll see several other events where you can join me, but tomorrow night, Tuesday, and every, uh, well, every month I do a monthly connection webinar with two hours of this kind of teaching. We, I will be channeling live tomorrow night. I will be doing a healing session where we all benefit from that. And I'm going to guide you through a meditation to connect with your own loved ones who have passed. If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, click the bell to be notified of new videos. If you're watching on video, if this is a podcast, sign up to be notified of new podcasts because I have lots of exciting guests coming up and we'll be doing some more Q&A sessions with my girls, Lynette and Bev. We always love those. So Mary, it has been an absolute delight talking with you. I love that we got to, to sample some of your work and I can't wait to see if the little issue I worked on will be cleared out in answer to direct prayer this morning. How awesome is that? Can't wait to dive into your book. I'm absolutely going to sign up for the Many Faces of Mary Magdalene summit this weekend i can't believe i'll be around in the area where i'll be able to watch and we'll again we'll put the link to that in the show description right away and the other thing is your free event with the shift network this wednesday you're a busy lady too yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah yes yes please come and join in i can tell you the uh the weekend webinar thing on um mary magdalena you can get all the recordings on it and there's some fantastic information on that so you don't have to sit there all weekend and watch, right? Yeah, just, so if you can't make it this weekend, you know, the recordings, get, get the recordings from that or go go look um, at the link and see all the things and all the teachings and just see if it's like, yeah, uh, uh, this is, there's something calling me here. Yeah. You be, I have my background. I'm continuously checking, is that feminine energy imbalanced? Yeah. Beautiful. So did you come up with something you'd, you'd like to leave us with? Just thank you. Thank you for being on the planet at this time. Everybody. Everybody for the work you're doing to be clear channels to serve. And I I do hope to see you again at, at some, some adventure thing we're doing. So thank you very much. Very good. Mary, I'm going to do the parting music now, but don't you leave because we can talk offline when we're over. Okay. But for the rest of you, what a great hour this has been. Man, it flew by, didn't it? And I thank you all for joining us. We have another exciting guest coming up, Alex Ferrari. Some of you may have seen him interview me about three times. I get to interview him. Turn the tables on him coming up uh, later this month. So if you go to my website, to the podcast, you can sign up to be notified anytime I have an upcoming podcast and you don't want to miss these. Meanwhile, we have my podcast channel on my YouTube channel where you can catch all of the uh, older issues. I had a client this morning. She says she binge watches and it's really helped her with her grief. And that's what this is all about, helping us to raise our vibration, learn how to connect ourselves across the veil those cities that Mary was talking about, those superpowers that we all have because we're all souls are available to all of us. And today's show has given you some great tools for showing that you can clear out any suppressed energy that's keeping you from being the clearest possible channel. I love you all. And I thank you for being part of this community. We're here to spread the love and to shine our lights and you help us to do that. So I'll see you here next time. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. This is Suzanne. 
If you find my podcast helpful, you can help me be a messenger of hope by following or subscribing to the Messages of Hope podcasts. This makes sure you never miss an episode. To do this, go to the Messages of Hope show page on mindbodyspirit.fm or Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Tap the plus sign in the upper right corner or just click follow. While you're there, why not give us a five-star rating or review and share an episode with a friend? My team and I appreciate you very much, and we hope you can feel deep in your heart and soul that you are so very loved. Thanks so much for listening. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.